God knows me. Let me uh, just tell you a story this morning uh, that's going to sound rather familiar to you. It's actually a story you probably already know, or and maybe you've even lived it yourself. Uh, my story came from growing up in the housing projects of Los Angeles. Uh, the story continued as I became a police officer in Pasadena, uh, that's California, and handling various calls of drug abuse, DOAs, which is dead on arrival, uh, suicides, uh, family disturbances, penal code 415, sexual abuse, child abuse, and so forth and so on, all the stuff that cops handle. Now, at the same time, I was pastoring uh, at the church, uh, Plain Truth Baptist Church. Uh, and I was counseling numerous people, a lot of families, a lot of policemen, uh, folks who were going through various issues. And they, they told me everything uh, because they needed to relieve themselves of all the pain they were going through, all the misery, uh, the divorce, you name it, uh, financial issues, family problems. And it was causing a lot of them to even question God's love for them. And some of them said even their very being. Now, needless to say, it was painful to hear. And I don't know which is worse, the streets, uh, dealing with those issues, or dealing with church folk. Now, how could God allow so much pain and confusion in my life? This is what a lot of them said. Uh, it was just too much to handle. And how many of you have come to, or come from single parent homes? How many of you have been abused as a child, both physically, sexually? and in so many other ways. Uh, have you been confused because of this? Uh, did you think perhaps it was your fault? Uh, did your mom's boyfriend offer you gifts to keep quiet? Uh, and when your mom found out, did she blame you uh, for tempting and teasing the vile boyfriend of hers? This is what a lot of these people had to go through. Are your parents divorced? Uh, did this happen when you were real young, like under the age of 10? Did you think it was your fault that they split up? Uh, did they even take the time to explain it to you? Or did you just move from place to place to place, uh, not even knowing what was going on? Did you go through the I'm not good enough stage, uh, I don't matter stage? Has anyone in your family who was close to you uh, ever committed suicide? And did it cause you to question your own life? You know, why, Lord? How, how could you let this happen? This is, did this ever go through your head? Now, when you hear about people committing suicide, does it bring back old memories? Does it cause you anguish uh, like sort of a PTSD in soldiers? Is one of your parents mental or let's just say crazy, or as they say on the street, cray-cray? Uh, how about people in your family, are they called nuts? Did you ever go through that? Did you, did you grow up around this mentally unbalanced behavior of people in your family just acting out, doing weird stuff to the point where people knew them and, and expected that from them? Were you even teased by others of what they saw in your family? And here's another question. Do you know what a cutter is? You know, like self-injury is deliberate, non-suicidal behavior that inflicts physical harm on one's body to relieve emotional stress? Uh, or is it self-injury? It has a kind of a 
paradoxical effect in, in that it relieves pain and actually sets off an endorphin rush, relieving a kind of a self uh, harmer from deep distress. Did you do you know what that is? Have you gone through that? Do you know people who've gone through that, or, or maybe you're one who's gone through it yourself? How many times have you been to the medical or to the mental hospital slash medical ward of the mental hospital? Uh, do they know you by name? <laughs> I, I went through a lot of that with with folks. Uh, people come in, so, oh, here comes so and so again. And how about those of you on your way to church? You know, you sought help from your pastor or your pastoral staff. And then what happens? You later become sexually involved with the pastor or someone on his staff. Does that sound familiar? Uh, you know, you were told you better not tell nobody uh, because if you do, they're not going to believe you. You know, I'm the pastor here. I'm on the pastor staff here. You'd be surprised how many people I know and counseled who went through this nonsense. And then they say, if you did tell somebody, they would deem you as mental. Wow, really? You know, you, you, you since lost all self-esteem. You hated yourself. So you looked for anybody and everybody to pick you up. And you know what folks said? You got to be careful when folks pick you up because how low can you go that you let anybody pick you up? Sometimes it's just better to lay on the ground and let some folk pick you up. Uh, and then you, you, you met this guy, you know. You're a female. You met this guy, and he was an abuser. And he told you you were no good. You were worthless. And, 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 and you believed him. And you eventually left him, you know, after you realized, okay, this ain't doing me no good. And you left him feeling even worse than when you met him. You're feeling worthless. Your self-esteem is gone. Whatever you had, he destroyed it. And now you find yourself experimenting with drugs and alcohol. You become addicted and you, you begin to hate yourself. You cannot believe, as you even look at yourself, what you've become. You push everyone away from you because even you don't like you. You start stealing from everybody for your habit. Uh, you become a shoplifter on a daily basis. Does any of this sound familiar to you? Do, do you know people like this or, or is this you? And you begin to think no one cares about me. No one even knows my name. You know, and I'm, I am completely unredeemable. And how, how about those of us who've lost loved ones and, you know, who, who were very close to us? We, we, they were all we had. And then in, in, in our bereavement, we just lose it. We just start shaking and screaming and hollering. We want to turn the casket over. We, we basically lose control. So we start drinking and partying. And, and then the females uh, who go through this, they get pregnant. And then here's the sad part. They don't even know by whom. And, and some of them, <laughs> inception happened at the funeral repast. Oh, what a place to pick up somebody when they're going through something, when they're vulnerable. Yeah, it happens all the time. Someone tries to talk to us about God, and we don't want to hear that. It's just too late. I'm, I'm, I'm a done deal. We feel like, where, where is this God? We end up in a rehab shelter uh, with so many other, quote unquote, victims. And as you look around and you listen to the different stories, you can find your own right in the midst. And many of them are things I've just said. Uh, you know, you look at yourself and you wonder, what in the world have I become? This, this is just not what you wanted in life. You know it's not right, but you don't have the power 
to change it. You feel like I'm just an unknown. Nobody knows my name. Nobody cares. Was this the end? Is this all there is? And someone at the shelter kind of hears you talking to others and they say, you know what? You need Jesus. Oh, yeah, I've heard that before. And they say, no, 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 no. This person here who's trying to talk to you has that plain truth style ministry. And they say, no, listen, I'm not trying to give you anything strange. I just want to offer you something that if it helps, it helps. If it don't, it don't. And they tell you who God really is and what he really wants to do with your life. And you 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 just want to get better. And so you you figure, okay, I'll listen to you. I, I, I hear what you're saying. And apparently after they get through talking with you, you find out, wow, God was there all alone. He's fully aware of what I've been going through my whole life. And, and this was a roundabout way, me ending up here, of God getting a hold of me and taking my circumstances and navigating them, so to speak, and leading me right back to him from where I went off track. Wow. And God has since healed you and forgiven you. And now you just have to forgive yourself because that's a big deal. You know, a lot of folk, you know, they, they, they believe, well, God has forgiven me, but look what I've done to myself. Oh, so you better than God? God forgive you, but you can't forgive yourself? And then you discovered that what you do, it might matter, but it matters more to God how much you understand how much he loves you. It's not a matter of you believing in yourself. It's a matter of you believing in God and believing God's love for you. You found out you're not limited because you found out that God goes to heights unknown for those he loves. He sent his son to die on the cross for you, for me, for everyone. And oh, what a death he died. You have self-worth. You have worth. And that's why God sent his son, because he felt it was worth it. And that's why he gave his life that you might have life. In fact, Romans 8, 34 through 39 uh, from the Living Bible says, who then can condemn you? Well, Christ, no, he died for you. He's the one who gave his life. Uh, and, 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 and he pleads for us in heaven. Who then can ever keep Christ's love from us? Will, will it be trouble? Some of the stuff you've gone through, the calamities, all the stuff we've mentioned, you know, who can hunt us down and destroy us? No, nobody, nothing, because love died for us. If we are hungry, are we penniless? Are we in danger? Are we threatened by death? No, God hasn't deserted us. God has been there for us. So this is the scripture in the 36 verse. No, the scriptures tell us that for his sake, we must be ready to face death at every moment of the day. We are like sheep waiting for slaughter. But despite all of this, all of the things I've mentioned, all of the things we've been through, the overwhelming victory is ours through Christ who loved us. Oh, my God. I, 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 I am convinced that nothing can separate us from the love of God. Death can't. Life can't. The angels won't. All the powers in hell cannot stand against the love of God. So God knows your name. He created you. He knows every hair on your head. You know, our, our, our fears uh, for today and our worries for tomorrow, God is saying, give it to me. I'll bear it. Give it to me. I'll share it. If there's a need in your life, just give it to me. 
Oh my God, what a love. What, what, what love. And I hope I'm getting through to somebody because this story is all too familiar for too many people. If, if you were on a train uh, or some other means of, of a long ride of transportation on a plane, whatever, and, and the conversation started up like this, could you find yourself in this conversation? If you looked in the mirror of this conversation, would your face appear? Would it fit in the misfits uh, of what's going on in this story? Well, I want you to know something. God knows you. God knows your name. God knows your story. You, you are not some unknown. And, 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 and God is so used to making something out of nothing. And he can do that with your life if you just let him. The Bible is replete with these kinds of stories. It's not about you as much as it's about God's love for you. His redeeming love and power for you. And check the record. God does this over and over and over again throughout the whole Bible. So as they say on the street, girl, listen to me. Man, you better listen to what I'm saying. You are a child of the king. And don't nobody else, and can't nobody else, change that. You are a child of the king. And don't you dare give up on yourself because God sure hasn't given up on you. He just hasn't and he won't. God knows you. God loves you. God accepts you. And he's saying, now take my love and go forth. That's what God is saying. Now, there's a song that Tasha Cobbs and a guy named Jimmy sings. And you just got to hear this song because it says he knows my name. And it will further expound on what I've been trying to convey in this message. God bless you.
God bless you. Plain Truth Ministries, faith worth finding. God bless.